The Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. And welcome back to the Prentice Salsa Peeping and Air Coach's Corner. John Dinkins with you, and this portion of the show brought to you by the Law Offices of John Day, providing superior legal representation to injury victims and their families. You can find out more at johndaylegal.com. And joining me here is Eagleville Head Coach Floyd Walker. And I know one thing, you're probably a tired little guy today. I mean, it, 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 that, that, uh, you talk about festivities, Eagleville homecoming, then a football game, and but uh, the good news is you kind of got in somewhat early and got everything. It's been, early, you know, it's been, it's been a long week. We've had uh, we had several homecoming activities, had Powder Puff on Tuesday night, had a middle school game, middle school homecoming on uh, Thursday night, and our homecoming last night. So it's it's been a long, long week for a lot of people in Eagleville. And let's not forget the Powder Puff game on oh, Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, that, was, that was a big event, man. It was a big event. We were, we were hoping it wouldn't rain, and it didn't. It just sprinkled a little bit. but uh, It shined on us. Uh, kids had a great time this week, and I thought our administration, uh, and I thought Leslie Trail and her staff did a super job organizing everything. And I thought, I, I really did. I thought all of our kids from elementary all the way up through high school really had an enjoyable week. Well, I've, I've had the honor of judging floats for for several years when I was principal, but um, I've never been able to actually see the entire thing when it starts. And uh, to watch the parade and uh, uh, see the the floats are absolutely great. I mean, they're just you know they're just unreal. And then, like you like we were talking, uh, you have to beware of the candy being thrown <laughs> out at you. But uh, hey, once the candy starts flying, now you need to keep your head on the swivel. Florida, about as many kids can be involved in that as possible. They try to do that. You know, you have entire classes. Yeah, it is, and it seems like every kid has a smile on his face uh, when when they hop on those floats and they're able to to throw candy and see people wave and cheer for them. It's, it's really a neat thing to watch. Um, the whole town comes out. It's 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 really great. I, I could go on and on and on, but. Uh, we got to talk about a football game. They, they actually, they actually played football. Hey, homecoming's a lot more enjoyable talking about yeah. the football. Now. Actually, actually played a football game, and I know the crowd was huge. I know my family alone probably brought fifteen extra people um, there last night, and uh, it um, it's it's a special place, and uh, we could talk about it forever and ever. And that, but you know that as well as anybody how special it really is in a, in a home gu- home game homecoming. Um, I don't want to be hunting when, when coming in because I, I know that it, it's a, just a really special time. And, and you guys were, after a little bit of a slow start, you guys put it on them. Yeah, I mean, we we did a lot of uncharacteristic things. We had a lot of uh, what I call, uh, you know, just several penalties that just that, that, that you, you can control, like, you know, legal procedures, things of that nature, you know, just self-inflicted wounds. And, and if we could ever get those eliminated, it, it'll help us not, you know, kill drives. And that's that's kind of like what happened to us early. We'd move the ball. We'd have a false start. Somebody would jump, have a holding penalty, something like that. We just never could play clean early on. And then we kind of settled down, uh, especially up front on the offensive line, and, and we were able to start to put some, some things together. The uh, and, and there are a lot of distractions. As a football coach, and we've talked about this, I guess, every year that we've had homecoming, but – there are distractions and and things are going, and that's the thing you as a coach have to worry about. And your coaching staff, you kind of have to kind of keep them, bring them back in, 
after all the things that are going on and, and um, you want them to have part of it. You want them to, to experience it. But yet it can be overwhelming sometimes. Sometimes it can be really, really over overwhelming. When you when you start talking about it, you know, our, our football players, they coach powder puff. Uh, so they get excited about, you know, doing that. Then you're talking about building floats or doing banners or, or, or things of those natures and bonfires and everything. So you get pulled in all kind of, directions but i really thought our kids did a good job of being being where their feet were that's what we talked about this week if you were in class then you're worried about that class if you were doing a homecoming deal you would worry about that and if you were at practice yeah and your mind should be totally on practice and i thought our kids handled that well this week uh some of them are ushering attendance and that kind of thing but uh they they got it together last night will becker 13 of 21 for 213 yards and three touchdowns um, uh, that's a really pretty good statistic statistics for him. And then you add that with uh, uh Brody uh Macklemore at running back, rushed for seventy three yards and a touchdown. Pretty solid performances from them offensively. Yeah, it was really really solid by Will last night. And you know, I I didn't put his rushing yards in. He did he did rush for around between forty five fifty yards. And he ran for a touchdown too. So Will had a good night last night. Brody did a super job. We we played him Sunday running back, and him and Caleb Snitzer were in there at, at the same time. So that gave us a little, really a different look when you when you got two guys that can run the ball, and then you got a quarterback that can distribute the ball to wide out. So we were able to kind of do what we wanted to do offensively as far as trying to stretch the field from sideline to sideline, the end zone to end zone. And I thought our kids handled it super well. Uh, Noah Lilly, want to mention him, had uh... – Six receptions for 109 yards and a touchdown, and Nolan Lane had six tackles and a blocked punt. And let's talk about the defense, too, uh, because uh, that's something that really hasn't let you down. And and since you've been the head coach at Eagle, that's something you guys really strive for, to play good defense. And and you you it's kind of the, I guess, bend but don't break kind of philosophy, but uh, it it's, seems to always work every year. And what we do, we have – Every time we start anything, we always start on the defensive side of the ball because, hey, you know, if, if you can if you can keep the points off the scoreboard, that increases your opportunity to 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 win. And I I thought Coach Spann and and Coach Peppinger and, and Coach Haley and those guys did a super job getting our kids organized. We we had several checks we had to get lined up to based off their formations. I I don't think that we busted uh, any checks last night. I thought Marshall Spann did a good job of making all the checks and getting everybody lined up. And I thought our kids played hard. I thought they did their assignments. I thought they tried to be physical when they got to the ball. So it was everything that you'd want to see defensively. Uh, and it shows when you get a, you know, when you get a shutout. Let's talk about the staff just a minute. You know, you named the same names and, and, and I, that's really huge, isn't it? To, to keep those, the same coaches year after year after year. And I know occasionally there's some change or whatever, or maybe retirement, whatever. But basically, they pretty much stay the same. And I think that's so important, especially in smaller schools. It really is because everybody works well together. And everybody knows uh, what pretty much what everybody's thinking and how, especially on the defense side, how things are going to work, how, how the front matches up with the linebackers, how the secondary matches up with the front and the linebackers. And, and we're able to piece things together, you know, to – to kind of trying to work it and get these kids in a position that gives them gives them the best opportunity to be successful and win ball games. And um, I think we've all been together 
Uh, I know Coach Ben and I have probably been together. This is 14 years for us. Um, I know Coach Pip for 14 years. Coach Haley played for us, played in the system. So, so it's a real familiar group to be around. That's another. Uh, that's another key to me. I think is like you've got Isaac coming in and uh, he played, and it's a lot of pride there. I mean, it's a lot. It's like I want to be at Eagleville. I want to be a part of it, even after I, I graduate from school. And uh, it's just it's hard to find that kind of quality and loyalty. It really is. It really is, and it's it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch him from where, you know, a young man was. Went through the middle school program, went through the high school program, and now you see him uh, as a man coaching in the program. And you look back and you reflect on those days, you know, and you think about it. You talk about Isaac, you look at a kid that went from being a quarterback who thought he was a, a skilled guy to being a, an offensive lineman linebacker. Yeah. Know? So it's just to watch the growth of him as a, as a man and as a person and, and as a husband. So it's, it's really neat to watch those things happen. And Coach Pibbs got kids there, and uh, you know, one playing, and one's a cheerleader, I guess. And uh, uh, it, it just, it, it just never, it just continues uh, each and every year uh, with the Eagle Eagles. I know you, you, you tried a little different, you know, with home being homecoming week. Uh, they don't want to let those kids don't want to let everybody down uh, homecoming, and I know that has to click in too a little bit. Oh, it is. We tell them our job is, our job is to enjoy homecoming. Uh, to embrace homecoming, but at the end of the day, our main job is to win the homecoming game. Yeah, you know, and and I thought our kids, our kids locked in on that on that mission, and uh, they it was fun to watch them, to uh, to watch them enjoy winning, to watch them watch some of the younger guys get in the ball game. Now after the ball game, I don't know what song they were singing in the locker room because hey, that <laughs> don't want to know. I'm old, <laughs> yeah. okay. I'm old, and hey, look. Y'all just be y'all, okay? And I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to my old music, all right? Uh, I, I, and one one thing that I I, I get tickled because I'd never been to a powder puff game, uh, but the craziness and and the guys uh, being being the cheerleaders and that kind of thing, it it's just um, I've never seen it the way they handle that game and 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 the way they do the festivities. And you mentioned Miss Trail and the job that she did. It's uh, it's really pretty amazing uh, to see how everybody puts it together. I don't know how they put it together, but and if you ever, you don't want to know how they put it together, yeah. But if you ever want to know why girls' sports are so successful at Eagle, like softball and volleyball and, and basketball, just come watch a powder puff game and watch how competitive they all are. Oh yeah, uh, I yeah. mean, you're talking about a highly competitive group of people. Our, our young ladies at Eagle now, they'll get after. So. And 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 one thing I can say about Eagle they they packed packed the stadium for a powder puff game. <laughs> they do, they do. It's great. I'm telling you, it's uh, great. Uh, and let's give kudos to the freshmen. Uh, you know, I've got I've got one. The freshman won. You know, the overall. We'll, we'll tip our cap to the freshman this year. I'm a sophomore sponsor. Yeah. You know. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's ever happened, but I just want to kind of add that in there. Uh, let's talk about uh, your next opponent, which uh, we got to talk about football, I guess. All right. Poet, but uh, Wayne County. Uh, we got to get back to the basics. Here we go. We, we're we're back in it. So tell us a little bit if you know anything about Wayne County. Uh, just, I mean, I think what they'll do is they'll they'll be a split back beer team, trying to run a lot of dive option. Hadn't had a chance to watch them yet, but uh, they've got the same defense coordinator from last year. So I'm sure it'll be a, what we call an even front, a lot of man to man, maybe on the back end of it. And we got to go there. And I think. 
I think it may be their homecoming. So we got to go and we got to embrace that opportunity too. And we got to embrace getting back on a bus for, you know, roughly an hour, 45 minutes, two hours. So that's, that's the challenges that lie ahead for us is going to some places. It's going to be a tight fit locker room, uh, a long bus ride, and you got to deal with what's going on with the homecoming at their place. So Bus rides are underrated in terms of, you know, we talk about Reardale goes to Blackman, Blackman plays at Oakland, that kind of thing. And they do occasional three or four hour trip, but right. your your trips are usually an hour and a half, maybe even two hours. Easily. I mean, uh, the shortest trip, you know, we're not playing uh, forest or, or community at home this year, but normally anything past those two places, our, our bus trips are over an hour at least. So, you know, um, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate for the student body who wants to go cheer on their, their peers, but uh, that's just the way it is. So we just try to embrace those things. Well, Floyd, I'm going to let you go, but uh, I just want to – somebody might want to call Mr. Pettigo and see if he's still, you know, because I, I imagine he's still sleeping. He's probably in bed. He, gets he looked a little bit like he was dazed yeah, yesterday yeah, afternoon. We're on everybody, so he <laughs> needs to get some rest. He needs to enjoy his family too, so I hope he's able to do that. And uh, tell Bruce uh, he didn't save me any room on the on the gator to, to ride, so I, I don't know. I don't I know. need to take that. I, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I'll leave you out of it, okay? Uh, but uh, great, great week at, at Eagleville and uh, uh, wrapped up with a big victory over Hunland. And uh, good luck next week against Wayne County. Appreciate it. All right, that's Floyd Walker, the head coach of the Eagle Eagles. And uh, when we come back, it's Cougar Corner time here. This portion of the show, if I can find my ads, here we go. Our for is brought to you by Edward Jones Financial Advisor Lee Colvin, who will work with you to develop a complete tailored strategy to help you achieve your financial goals. Uh, that's Edward Jones Financial. Go by and see Advisor Lee Colvin. When we come back, Cougar Corner. Craig's Tax Service at 142 